Good morning. This is Tracy Talks with what I want to be. What will I do? What will I be when I grow up? I've gotten great response and interesting feedback from you on my first podcast. So I decided to do a second podcast with action steps because that's essentially what people have asked me. Now, what do I do? They're intrigued by the concept or the title of the podcast. What do I want to be when I grow up? And it all sparked from a 72-year-old man, one a former client of mine that said that to me. And I thought that was very intriguing that someone at that age in life, um, biologically, would ask or say that statement. And it made me thinking, it made me, sorry, think about my own life story and when did I decide what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I realized I never really did. I did for that time. I did when I was 20 and then I redid it again at 30 and I redid it again at 40. And I'll stop right there or else I'll tell you how old I am. My point to that is that when that statement is when I want to be when I grow up, we really, I think the trick for me is that we really never do find, there's no final grow up, I'm going to be this stage and that's exciting which means we get to reinvent who we are every decade or every day or every I don't know what well, you, you you know you are the boss of your own life so you make up and finish the blanks I just make the statements and then you can finish or fill in the blanks and finish the statement for you hi everybody this is Tracy talks with anchor.fm and my goal is to hope my goal and hope is to inspire, educate, or give you an idea you didn't have before joining this 10-minute podcast. I'm hoping that throughout this 10 minutes, something will spark that inner light in you to make you take action, or at least give you a thought or an idea you didn't have before. And also I want to give you resources that you didn't know you had access to. And now this is what this this is what this podcast is about is that the resources are infinite and unbelievably everything. It's all access now. You know, as we grew up, we had to go to the library to get information, to read a book. We had to take the time to understand um, our own selves. We had to take a self-reflective, introspective guy uh, uh, journey on our own selves. And we can't see ourselves. We are like... um, it's it's almost impossible to see ourselves. So then we go to others to basically say, you know, what do you see? And that isn't always the best way to get information about your own self. So I want to spend a few minutes just saying, telling you, sharing you with you what I'm doing to help me take my next, get to my next chapter to fill out, fill the blank in for myself and what I do and what works for me. And it's not, it's not a, um, a system that's going to work for everybody, but I'm hoping it's going to give you some insight on how you can go about looking at your own scenario and filling in the blanks for you. So this is how to figure out what is your next chapter? What are you going to be when you grow up? And so you've probably already done this before, if you think about it. If you're still listening to my podcast, you're interested and the first place to look is now your history. So if you look back in your history, what did you do before to figure out? Because chances are you probably tried a bunch of things that didn't work, right? And you went, oh gosh, I I took a job to discover that part. You know, let's say you wanted to be a chef or a cook. So you took a job in a restaurant and you went and you realized that you, you, you know, essentially it took you six months. 
you try, try, tried, which was great. But you realized at the end of that six months that you really didn't want to be a cook because you hated ABC. I always say ABC just as a as an example. So you can consider that a blank, meaning whatever. It's just whatever, right? It doesn't really matter to the point. So I say that often. So in six months, you t- it took you to discover you didn't like washing dishes, for example. And so you didn't realize you didn't want to be a cook or you realized that the chef is a, um, you know, took 30 years of schooling and training and traveled the world to become an escoffier, which is the highest form of chef. And you realize that you don't like travel. So this is an interesting journey for you or a clue rather, a clue. Do you want to take another six months to discover your next chapter to discover? Well, you know what? You, you're you not 20 anymore, or maybe you are, but you're not the person you were when you went through that is my point. You don't have to go through six months of doing something that to, to, to come up with a discovery. I don't like that. So that's my second tip is looking back on things you don't like or looking just right now, never mind back, but look at what you don't like in life. Because looking at and knowing what you don't want is as powerful as knowing what you do want, right? So it's a great place to start. So when you look at what you don't want and what are, what are your dislikes, even if you just started there, you that those will offer some clues on what you do like, okay? So I'll give you an example. I do not like sitting in an office with no windows, okay? So that's my first clue of what my new dream job would look like. It's not going to be in an office in a building with no windows, right? That's the first clue. Why is that? Well, for me personally, I feel suffocated. Um, I feel, I don't know, isolated maybe. You know, I'm in an office in a building with no windows all alone to do a job. It feels restricting. It feels not natural. It feels uninspiring. So what is the opposite? And that's why we look at what we don't like, and then you create the opposite on the other hand. So the opposite of an office like that I just described would be outdoors versus indoors, right? Which is why I loved when I got a job on a boat um, and I was sailing and sailing, cruising, whatever, outside. And one of the jobs that I had was to um, um, serve drinks on an outdoor boat and, and we were watching this, the fireworks in Toronto. It was a firework display. So I'm outside on a boat serving a few drinks to a few people. It wasn't like it, it was a very easy job, but I looked up in the sky and all I saw were fireworks. And for 15 minutes, <clears throat> once a week this summer, this one summer, that was my job. And I would look up and watch this, you know, these fireworks up in the sky going, I'm getting paid. Excuse me. <clears throat> I'm getting paid to do the exact opposite of what I identified as my worst job. Do you see what I mean? So if you can identify the worst parts of the the jobs that you have had and or relationships, because this works for relationships and building a great relationship too. Um, But I always focus on career because it's so much more tangible. It's so much easier for me to, to grasp onto a career because it's attached to money, whereas a relationship is attached to feelings. And that's a whole different ballgame. But it does work. So let's start with a job. Let's get back to your job. Create a list of the things that you didn't like. Just identify one, two, three things that you hated about that job. So again, I go back to the job of working in a factory. This is another job I had growing up. 
I was working in a factory. It was a huge, large space, but it was doing a, performing a function that didn't seem to matter to me. Okay, so it was just basically going from, you know, from A to B, A to B, A to B, A to B for eight straight hours with a 15 minute and a one hour break in 15 minutes every three, whatever it was, every two hours. I thought I was going crazy, literally. Humans are not meant to do that, I don't think. So at least this human, meaning me. Um, so it may it gave me a lot of time instead of getting, I did get frustrated. I lasted seven days on that job, seven days. That was the longest, probably seven days of my life. The pay was amazing, but that was the lesson for me that money is not the only solution to creating your great job. It was a great part of it, but it was simply a piece of the puzzle. So if you can create this puzzle in front of you, do it piece by piece and look at it that way. Money is one piece of it, but it's a very small piece of it. Start to develop your vision of your next dream job, what I want to be when I grow up, as a puzzle. And every time you come up with a piece of it, you put that piece of the puzzle. And then you'll end up with a work of art if you stick with it. So I'll do a part three. This is simply part two to what I want to be when I grow up. The answer is you fill in the blanks. And there is no age discrimination that has nothing to do with race, where you live on the planet, any of your abilities or disabilities, whatever. This is open to everybody and includes everything. If you love dogs, create a business around dogs. If you love food, create a business or a job around that. And always try it on for size. Would you buy a t-shirt in a store that you didn't try on? Well, you might, but it's better if you try it on first. So that's my last tip. Go whatever it is you think you might want to do when you grow up. Go find a person that's doing that and ask them, can I try and work with you? Can I shadow you for a day? Can I come work with you for a day? Can I come out and just work for free for two weeks? You have nothing to lose. You don't even have to pay me. I just want to try it and see, try it on for size. I hope that helps. I hope that inspires or gives you some inspiration or education. Become an expert in the job you think you want to do. Become an expert and then and only then you will say this is for me or not for me. Knowing what you don't want to do is as powerful as knowing what you do want to do. So if you still don't know what you want to do, start with what you don't and it will lead you down the road to being your next version of being the best you. Hope this helps. This is Tracy Talks with Anchor.fm.